First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I have somebody on here that I want to get into. Do you mind if I do it before we break? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Chris uh, Tr- Tritico, I think I say that right, is a criminal defense attorney who has reprimanded, uh, represented notable athletes and one of, the, one of the trial lawyers who represented Timothy McVeigh in the Oklahoma City bombing case. And he is on the line right now. Chris, good morning. Thanks for coming on. You bet. Good morning. How are you? How in the world could you defend someone like <laughs> Timothy McVeigh? <laughs> because everyone, everyone has a right, and we have to, to be defended, and we have a duty as lawyers to stand up for the worst of the worst to ensure that our Constitution works for everyone. And it was something I was extremely proud to do. Well, I'm just saying, I, and I, I, that was a bit facetious when I said that, but a lot of people will criticize an attorney like yourself for taking a case like this, the reality is you take this case not for Timothy McVeigh, but for the rest of Americans who deserve representation. Exactly. And yeah. it is, um, I was 37 years old when I took that case, and um, it was the uh, the biggest moment of my life. Um, and it was it was um, exciting and, yeah. and difficult. Uh, I lost uh, 40 pounds trying that case. Wow. Uh, but it was it was an amazing experience and. And something that molded me as a lawyer and a human being uh, were, going through that. Were you a public defender that had been assigned the case, or did the McVeigh family hire you and your firm? Well, we were all appointed. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. There, nobody could afford that. And right. uh, we had 14 lawyers on the case, and we were all appointed. All right. <clears throat> all right. So uh, with that behind us, I just had to throw that out there. and uh, Because uh, sometimes uh, it happens a lot yeah. when... Somebody's got to represent these people, and uh, and it takes a brave attorney to stand up and do it. All right, I, I want to throw it. If you're okay with this, Chris, I want to throw three topics out there that are in the legal realm uh, sure. that have been out there this week, and and you tell me what uh, what your take is. All right, sure. sure. Uh, let's start with uh, reports about uh, President Trump uh, and the DOJ uh, seizing Democratic records during the uh for for leaks and that sort of thing that was going on during the trump presidency what are you, what are your thoughts on this whole thing so this is uh, in my view the tip of the iceberg when we when the investigation gets uh, started um and this is going to turn unfortunately going to turn more political than it is yeah. in investigatory yeah. and that's a shame because everyone no matter i don't care what your political stripe is everyone should be uh, offended by this I don't care who the president is. I don't care if it's a governor or a mayor. Mm-hmm. You, we should be offended by this this type of conduct. That we can't continue our our democracy or our republic if we have an executive branch official doing this kind of um, con- conducting this kind of conduct against his opponents. Right. And so we need to get to the bottom of this, and we need to find out how it happened. Who did it? And we need to ensure that it can never happen again. And so I'm, I don't, I don't yeah. care who the president is. Right. We have to get to the bottom of it. On the surface, how close is this to uh, to like a modern day uh, Watergate? Oh, I think this is this is this is worse than Watergate. Yeah. Quite frankly, in my view, um, Watergate was about a reelection. This mm-hmm. is about far more than that. And, yeah. and I don't know if we'll ever find out uh, how deep it went. But this is is worse than Watergate, and it's it. And I don't know how far it's going to go or how big it's going to get, but this is a big problem that we need to ensure that we, we can 
take care of and never and it never, never happens again. Happens again. I don't care yeah. who the president is. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is one we talked about, uh, and I appreciate your comments. There. I feel exactly the same way. It doesn't matter because if, right. if you're in charge and you're going to defend this or try to push it under the carpet, at some point you're not going to be in charge, and this very investigation is going to be done on you. Uh, it it well, is. In fact, don't the Republicans claim that Obama did the same thing to Trump? During the previous election, well, that's what President Trump has claimed. That um, I think he said that. Yeah. And, and and look, if if, if 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 President Obama did that, let's find out. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, agree. It, it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. these types of things cannot occur. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another one we we hit on, which I think is just the most ridiculous case, and I hopefully you know about it, and I wonder what your opinion is. Oklahoma State teaching assistant says she can't teach Spanish because she's white. What <laughs> is this story? The craziest thing I have ever seen in my life. I watched this uh, video uh, of this meeting or whatever it was, there was a seminar they were at, and I, I don't understand what this means. It, this lady says, I'm, I'm white, so I can't teach Spanish. Yeah. Now let's take this to its illogical conclusion. That means a male medical school professor cannot teach gynecological science because he doesn't understand fully understand women. Right, right. It, who's really going? Yeah, who's going to teach veterinary medicine? I mean, I, right. I just don't understand any of this. That's right. I, I can't teach that because I'm not a dog. Uh, I and no man will ever understand women. Let's yeah. just be honest. It's true. <laughs> and, and, and what a Gen Z move to, to make. I'll take the job, but then go, it turns out I can't do the job. <laughs> I'm not leaving, by the way. I'll still yeah. take those checks. i got to stay home. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. when you watch her on the, on the, the video conference, uh, it, her conclusions do not match up. I mean, because, right. look, it's, it's this simple. You, you went to school. You studied. You learned. Now you're a professor. You can teach. And her conclusion is, as a white person, I have to get rid of my inbred racism. That's why I can't teach Spanish. Yeah. Those two things do not match, okay? They don't, yeah. they don't meet up. And, yeah. and so it makes absolutely no sense. I don't know what she's thinking. If I was the university that employed her and I saw that, t- I would I would disengage. See ya. Yeah, you're yeah. gone now. Uh, and then finally, um, New York City will start vaccinating students in public schools. What do you think about that? This is according to the mayor. Well, so I, I, I looked into this as deeply as I could, and I, I don't see anywhere that this is a mandatory program. I think that the best I can find, this is a voluntary yep. vaccination for students who want it and not a come on in and we're going we're gonna to put this in your arm. I'm old enough to remember in the 60s when we got the polio, um, I think it was the polio vaccine mm-hmm. in school in our, at, at elementary school. We all lined up, went to the gym, and, they, yep. and we got it. Yeah. Um, and I, it's kind of the same thing to me. But I now is, yeah. I, I believe that what I saw was uh, uh, Mayor de Blasio said that this is the best I can see is a voluntary program. Yep. And so, look, the people that want it, fine. There it is. It's right there at school. You can go get it. I think that's a good idea as long as it's not mandatory. Right. Because I live in Houston, Texas, and let me tell you, in Texas, you know, uh, we don't cotton to people telling us what we have to do. Uh, I'm right. sure you of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, uh, you know, and I, and I have to tell you, New Yorkers aren't that much different uh, when it comes to that. Uh, this would not, I, I do not, I feel like the, it's clickbait, the fact that it's, it's mandatory. However, schools can mandate kids have a vaccination in order to go to public school. That is the case when it comes to like polio and stuff like that, um, so but I don't think well, that's, that's the case here. That's 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 the law in Texas, yeah. which I think is so odd that you know you can 
the law says you have to have all this list of vaccines, and then we've got this raging fight going on about this one. Right. And so right. we'll see where it ends up. Yeah. So let me ask you, because I, I believe, is am I wrong? Correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. New York State says if you want to go to a SUNY school next year, you have SUNY to be and vaccinated. Cooney. Yeah. SUNY and CUNY Correct. schools. So, but, but you don't have to go to that school. It doesn't mean you, you're not required to get the vaccination. But to go to the school, you have to have the vaccination. Well, I, I guess here's my question that I want to ask, because I've heard that it's a HIPAA violation. If so, if if a business or a like a concert venue asks you for your proof of that's vaccine. not true, but I'd, I'd rather hear that from Chris. Yeah, I don't think that a a someone like a um, a concert venue or something like that saying you let me see your vaccine that's not a HIPAA violation. The HIPAA violation occurs at a school because that's a governmental entity, mm. and so them saying that unless it's uh, let the legislature has mandated it like it has for polio and the other vaccines. Right. You have to prove you have those to get in. No legislature that I'm aware of in the nation has added the uh, coronavirus vaccine to that list of mandatory vaccines. Well, our yeah. problem in New York is they gave Governor Cuomo emergency powers, and he has done all of these uh, administ- executive orders that have been put in place. That's where it gets a little tricky, and that's where Republicans are complaining that Cuomo has all of these powers that the legislature just handed over to him during COVID. Well, we had the same issue in Texas, which is oddly we have a, a dominant Republican yeah. legislature and a Republican governor, and the Republicans were griping about their governor's executive orders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It's a crazy world. Uh, Chris, great stuff. I appreciate having you on. And by the way, I have a guy out there, Mike, saying, I'd never heard of the McVeigh diet. I might give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it, Chris. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Uh, Chris uh, Tritico, uh, we should do him again. He was. I hope, because really they good. had one. So remember we used to do legal lease? Yeah, and I then, remember that. And then they kind of... This uh, is the same thing, where they give us three topics. Concept. and yeah. I so, try to make it seem like it's, uh, on, you know, like I'm just pulling it in off the top yeah, of my yeah, head. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, the topic I'm thinking about is... You know, I'm hoping they use him regularly. He's good. Yeah, I like that.